Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello Radio! Welcome back to The Way We HNC It. My name is Bez, I am your host as always, and I am joined by a man who unfortunately missed last week's game weekend and has no idea what happened outside of what's on Facebook and League Republic. It's Mr. Greg Sim. How are you, Greg? I, I'm getting better, thank you very much. I'm glad. I'm glad. And hopefully you have some holiday book from work coming up. <laughs> I hope so too, yeah. Hopefully. I hope so too. And of, of course, on the other side, I have the most offensive man in football. <laughs> a man who has a more, more people sliding into his DMs to say nasty things than anyone I know. It's Tom Clark. How are you, Tom? I'm good, thank you, Mr. Bez. Good, good. Are you are you feeling cool, calm and collected today? I'm feeling loved by the whole entire league. I'm sure. I'm sure the uh <laughs> Yes. And you can see Tom in the comments in about an hour. Um Okay, cool. So let's get to it. We have one hell of a show for you guys today, and I can tell you that because for the second week running I've just broken my pen. <laughs> So you know that means that things are going to be good. We have cross-conference games to discuss in the Premier League where there were some great results for teams that you maybe wouldn't have expected. There were some kind of bad results for teams that you maybe wouldn't have expected. There was rain, there was sunshine, there was massive scores and also some excellent defence and we have it all to cover in the next little while. Um However, joining us today, we have a very, very special guest. He is a long-running fan of the show. He was last year's runner-up in the League One plate. He's commanding an offense that's put up over 300 points on the season so far. He is the mastermind behind Winter League. It is the Carnegie quarterback, Stuart Tree Anderson. Thank you, thank you, well, thank you. What an announcement! Thanks, guys. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. Tree, are you feeling good today? After the weekend I've had, I am feeling fantastic. Um, I I can imagine you are probably the happiest guest we've had in a while. Oh, I've I've never been so excited to go into the next set of game days than I have this weekend. Go on to the next set of game days. Oh, pumped! Well, Can't wait. Good. I'm glad to hear it, and I'm sure we will we will get to all that over the next little while. Um, but first of all, let's kick off with everybody's favourite segment where you get a shout-out for your team. It's Greg with the news. Cross-conference capitulation. The <laughs> 0-2-1. What happened? Talk to me, Bez. I wasn't there. And I have genuinely no idea what happened. Well, what happened, Greg, is that you weren't there. Um, <laughs> so, even without your half a hamstring... Um, the Oil Cats went into went into Manchester with a, a slightly undermanned team and learned very well that if you do not play your best in the Premier League, you get humbled. <laughs> you get humbled, humbled by the Clark. English rain. Sorry, I, I, I believe you mentioned my name there, Gregory. Yeah, yeah. are you feeling rather humble after your um, predictions last time out of the HNC going completely unbeaten? Well, that was really your predictions for me. I don't feel too bad I, about I mean, that. I mean, so if I had the based on your own statement. 
<laughs> if I had the editing skills, Tom, I would play exactly what you said right here. <laughs> which was, you know, which was Tom Clark. The HNC will go undefeated on the day. What did they do, Greg? <laughs> they did not go undefeated. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they got defeated, and the Oil Cats especially got defeated a, a, a couple of times. We did. We did. Um, however, would you like? Do you know a team that did not get defeated? Oh, oh um, that, would that be the Hornets? Uh, it was the Hornets, but I was thinking a little bit closer to home and a little bit more relevant to this podcast, right? Hello. That might have been Carnegie. Uh, Tree, tell us about your your cross-conference trip to Manchester. Uh, couldn't have asked for any better. Um, really, we went into the game, we were hoping for two wins. Um, not be disrespectful to the Honey Badgers and Warrington, but we, we saw them as two teams at the start of the season that we think we could have beat. Um, after what the Crows done to the Oil Cats, uh, the Oil Cats, um, in Game Thanks. One and Thank the Hornets, <laughs> don't know whether to say that or not. We so you can say it. <laughs> we were feeling like, oh, no, maybe these guys are. We don't know what they're going to be like. But to actually like, put up forty-three points on them, um, we were quite surprised ourselves. So yeah, coming away with three wins and coming out the cross conference four and one, the same as the Hornets, I think. I don't think we could have asked for any better. So, yeah, good. We, we no, had fun. I, I think that was. Um, I think that yeah. I think that's. And I mean, what, were you not like two points from coming five and zero oh in the uh, one? Oh. Yeah, one yeah. point and two seconds because the the uh, I forget the guy's name uh, Maka Titans yeah. caught the ball with basically no time on the clock to win. So, not far away. Not far, not far away. away. So we've done a lot better than we expected. So yeah, excellent for our, our point of view. I was going to chip on how the Oil Cats got on, but I'll leave that to you guys. You know, I'll be I an mean, outsider. I mean, we're going to be. I, I, mean, I can give you my thoughts. So <laughs> yes, it was it was a it was definitely a, a tough day for the Oil Cats. Um, yeah. Had the pleasure of refereeing your game with the Crows, and um, I was I for one was very happy that there was nothing too controversial happened in that game that required any technical understanding of the rules because I can do I can do the main ones but when you start getting technical I think that I need to go back and work a bit harder on the pre-season quiz um, <laughs> I'll send uh, you the screenshots Bez don't worry oh, thanks mate thanks mate <laughs> um, yeah Carnegie did well Edinburgh got themselves a tie and a win and a loss meaning that somehow against the entire HNC Edinburgh have yet to win a game yet against the two teams that are winning in the MEC they have two wins um, and Bez has trampled all over my second story <laughs> well let's go into it right now what was your but, headline Greg? I mean the headline was going to be cross conference confidence I was doing, going to talk about Carnegie's 3-0 day you know knowing fine we had the guest on you went and spoiled that for me Bez thank you very much and then you went and carried on <laughs> And uh, talked about the Outlaws, who have managed to put themselves in quite a promising place in the uh, the battle to stave off relegation, as you say, by uh, in the cross-conference games, getting two wins and a draw. I'm hyped for them. They put, well, that's put them half a game ahead of uh, the Comets now, and they play each other in the next game day. They do play each other the next game day, and if we go back to week one, the Comets won that game um, essentially on a mistake from the Outlaws right at the very end where they sh- potentially should have won that game really um, so it's going to be all to play for in the next in the next one 
think that's kind of been the story of that season, though, hasn't it? I mean, they've. Uh, it's odd to say, considering I think, I think none of us gave us that much them that much love at the beginning of the year, but it feels like a <clears throat> feels like a very nearly season for them already. Um, some close results against uh, some big teams. Yeah, they. I mean, as we've mentioned before on this, they pushed us right to the limit. They've taken two wins off off the two the top two teams in the MEC. They've almost they almost beat the, the Comets. Um, you know, they got steamrolled by Carnegie on that same day. Um, just to, to fan the ego of Stuart a little bit more. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I know I know what you mean. Um, I definitely. I def- you know, we'll go on to them a little bit later on, but I, I feel good about the uh, the outlaws. Greg? Yeah? How do you feel about the outlaws? I like them. I like them. <laughs> um, you know what? I've seen that game against the, the Titans, if we go back to that in the first cross-conference um, fixtures, and they kind of aired the ball out. They started throwing deep, and they looked as if they had a couple of weapons on offense when that happened. Um, and they look like a really positive sort of team. So it's it's kind of just a case of if they can replicate that within the division and kind of go on the attack and try and take the game two teams instead of kind of sitting back a little bit. Yeah, I think we. I think I have to give. I think I've probably been a little bit unfairly uh, hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, on on Liam on occasion, um, but. He's starting to look fit, and that's definitely starting to show uh, in his arm strength as well. I think. I mean, you can probably, I think, or well, my memory at least uh, <laughs> blurs it to being you can probably count on one hand the amount of times he goes deep in a game. Um, whereas, at least this year, uh, I noticed it a lot more in, in going deep and using some of the speed in the in the, in the hands of Ali and Archie uh, way way further down the field. Yeah, you've definitely seen a boost in confidence in the way that those guys, um, those guys carry themselves, um, which is, which is good. Um, and you can, you know, there was definitely some comments on the, on the sideline at the Division Two about how the the standard of, of, flag in the HNC, um, has definitely, definitely risen over the last year and a half since the, since there has been that split, um, with the the new league system. So, you can see everyone having to having no choice but to really. Elevate their game, um, which is, which is cool. Um, okay, shall we move on to Division One now? So, well, I suppose before we go into Division One, then we should probably congratulate the undefeated Broncos for another undefeated day. They have yet now reached ten and zero. So, yeah. so um, yay! Good for you, GB. I mean, Broncos. Happy for them. They are killing it, um, <laughs> and. Yes, I have a bit. I have something to talk about with them later on, so we'll we'll keep that one in the back pocket. So, Greg, on to Division One. The Sabers show some bite and take a command of the promotion race. They are now two clear games, although it's effectively a three-game lead in the promotion race because they have a two-game head-to-head over the Colts, who are their nearest rivals. Any thoughts, Bez? Well, you know, as <laughs> you know, as I have picked the Sabres to go up, I'm sitting quite pretty and feeling quite smug, Greg. Lovely so to hear. Lovely to hear. Does that mean you're picking uh, them to potentially beat the Outlaws then uh, for the playoffs? 
that's exciting, and that is exciting, and that is something that we will we will save for the future. I think I um so okay. because that, because by that because because by that Tom, you're already saying that you think the comet's going to come last. Um, so. So that's, uh, that's, that's, an inter- that's something interesting for you to say. Isn't it, Tom? <laughs> you think the comments, the comments are going to get instantly relegated so that the Sabres... Tom, Tom making some bold statements again. Thanks, Tom. Cool, I'll write have, that one down. That's someone else uh, on our hit list. Awesome. I um, have very little friends in football anymore. So, um, <laughs> but no, Greg, I think, I think the, the Sabres had a really, really good day. Um, they played a pretty commanding, a commanding game against the Silvercats. They... Um, you know, Jared took the deep shots when they were there and he checked it down when they weren't and they moved the ball very efficiently and scored 45 points um, on what at least, you know, was a relatively a relatively good... Or a defence that can have a relatively good day when it wants to. And the, def- and the defence did play well. Um, unfortunately, they were just kind of overwhelmed by um, that Midlothian, Midlothian offence. Well, for a division in which we've kind of harpered on about the fact that everyone can beat everyone, it's actually surprising to know that the Sabres have only lost three games, two of which have been to the Bs. They've only won, lost one game to the rest of the division. And that team was the? Silvercats. It was, in the rain. In the rain, yes. Yeah. So it was absolute... by two points as well, so... yeah. You know, if you take the beat, and it was a bit of a it was a it was a bit of a miracle play as well for yeah, the Silvercats to win. Exactly. So, you know, from seeing that it's been an ultra competitive sort of division, when you look at it in that sort of light, the Sabers have kind of dominated against the rest of them. Yeah. Are the bees? Yeah. Yeah. The one I, thing I would add to that with the Sabers is look at their defense, the amount of points they've conceded. Um, yeah. They have conceded just about exactly the same amounts as the Colts, the Raptors, and the Silvercats, but their firepower, mm. like 412 points in 10 games, that's a lot more compared to the other teams. It's obscene. It that's is. ridiculous. So yeah. their offense is mm-hmm. helping them wonders, I think. I've not seen them play, but just looking at the stats oh, they and the are, fixtures and the scores, it's, it looks heavy hitting. They are putting up serious points, and it seems to be a little bit like you can think that you've got them contained, and then they just. Like like chunk yardage appears out of nowhere and they're rolling. Yeah, you can um, lift the ball downfield, basically almost the length of the length of the park. So yeah, uh, dude's uh, got an arm. At any yeah. point, be going for a touchdown. Yeah, Jared, Jared's playing very very well and he's got a really good connection with um, number eighty one, whose name escapes me. Um, dude with the hair. Ocho Uno. Ocho Uno had another fantastic day um, there. He he got you know. Um, so definitely Sabres one to watch will they win if they make a a, play, a playoff game depends on who they play depends on how they travel Lot, lots of thing, lots of variables in that one that we'll get to kind of as the season draws to its conclusion but definitely a team that are fun to watch and exciting to watch Okay, and going from exciting and fun to watch, we go on to our next news item, and that is that the Chargers struggled this weekend. Struggled badly. The Chargers did struggle badly this weekend. Um, They were without Neil, their coach, captain, and kind of the the heart and soul of that team, 
and they were also without Brandon, one of the kind of most, you know, most athletic players on their team as well. And it showed much like it showed for Aberdeen in the Premier League. It showed that if you come in undermanned, the chances are that teams are going to teams are going to take shots at you. And unfortunately, that's what happened. Um, the scorelines were relatively ugly, we could say. Um, a 52-18 loss to the Colts was followed up by a 90-0 loss to the Raptors. Um, that's over two points a minute conceded. Just to really think about that. Um, we'll give them some love. It's the most points they've scored in a game this season. So, yeah, so the Raptors... What, none? No, the 18, Raptors. Tom. All oh, right, sorry. 18, man. Tom. Try to give them some love. <laughs> yeah, so they have... Tom they, hears they, that word love and instantly has to try and balance it out. <laughs> um, but the, the one thing I would say to the, to, about the Raptors on that, on that game day was they were in... They were... Were they only... I think it was a two-score game at halftime against the Colts. I think it was relatively close... Um, and then the the Chargers actually came back into it before the Colts then like ran away towards the end of the game. But there was there was like hopes of a comeback that was then, you know, I think they got two scores in a row, and then the the Colts ran away with it to the end. Um, and I'll say, uh, you know, I will say for the Chargers that they they kept trying to score every drive. You know, they kept trying to keep people out. There was no, you know, there was the natural kind of like, oh, this is a tough day, head down, but you're in a 19-0 hole, you know? Like, you're going to be frustrated and upset about by that. But the attitude of that team was was quite impressive. I, you know, That's good. Yeah. On, That's... The end, on the end of a hiding like that, I don't know if there's many teams that would that would keep on plugging away the way they did. Um, and so that's very commendable. And as I've said before, the win, is, the win is coming and the beers are still in the fridge, ready and chilled. Getting thirsty, Bez. Getting I, am, I am getting thirsty. I am getting thirsty. Okay, and well, that's all the news I have for you this week. That is all the news. Well, thank you very much, Greg, for your diligent reporting on events that you were not present at. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is always. Thank you for shedding more light on them, then, Bez. It is. It's always. It's always a, your your diligent journalism is always appreciated, Greg. <laughs> I feel um, as if, it feels as if there's a slight bit of sarcasm there, but I'll you? let it pass this time. Let's time. Okay. Cool. Well, as we have uh, as we have tree here, let's uh, talk a little bit about Carnegie's season so far in a bit more detail. Um, week one was obviously quite rough, um, a kind of rough introduction to the the Premier League. But since then, you've been on an absolute tear, tree. Yeah, that's exactly it. The first week was probably a crucifixion of ourselves. Um, I was new at QB, never played a Premier League game in my life, and I probably overthought it. We didn't have Brandon, we didn't have Callum, we didn't have Craig for the first game, a lot of guys, it's their first games, and yeah, we didn't really have a true reflection of you know the capabilities and the skills that we have. Um, and it's only now just with every game day gaining the confidence to get better, so... Yeah, discounting that first game day, I think the rest, the rest of the game days are really showcasing, you know, we are uh, competitive, um, we're not guaranteed to go down, Tom, um, <laughs> and 
we're doing we're doing quite well. So we're we're very satisfied with where we are as a team. Uh, with even with the record that we're apt to be a half game behind the Oil Cats, a game behind the Hornets. We never expected that, and probably a lot of other people didn't expect that. So, yeah, we're we're in a good place, guys. So. We're, we're very happy, very confident is probably another word to use yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely, I definitely um, enjoy your guys' kind of swagger on the sideline and you're, you're coming into games and you're not, you don't seem kind of worried or afraid of the other teams, you know, that may have been established, you know, Premier League teams or anything like that. Um, and that's really, really, really good to see. Um, you know, anything that makes the league more competitive is always going to be good. Um, and you guys are certainly hanging with the hanging with everyone and we started to think about maybe having an eye on the, on, a, on the playoffs? Um, we have spoke about it. You know, ideally we wanted to be in the plate competition. Um, that would have been our goal at the start of the season. Um, and looking at where we are in regards to that, I think we could be rather competitive against some of the teams in a similar position. You know, we've got a better record than, well, all of the MEC. So we just have to worry about all the teams in the south. Ooh, shots fired. Uh, <laughs> I, I humble I'll shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom can take hits. I'll take <laughs> um, so he's come out okay. So I think I think we're in the plate competition. We'd be very competitive. Um, could we make the playoffs? I think this next game day will give us that answer. Uh, with playing the Hornets, the Oil Cats, and the Broncos all in one day, we have to get at least one or two wins out of that to to kind of have that opportunity to, to be competitive because we're having the we can't take it for granted obviously but having the outlaws and the comments in the last game they most people would expect us to win those now but no game's an easy game so we'll take these next five games with a pinch of salt we'll, we'll go in as you're right with the confidence and the swagger and don't be afraid of anyone turn up and play and yeah, who knows I'd love it <laughs> um, but you never is know. there a particular game next weekend you're targeting more than the others <laughs> Tom. You, know the rule, you know the rule here no fence fences. so if we played that oil cats team that you guys brought down to Manchester <laughs> yeah we we would not be scared of putting at least 70 points in. Um, seems fair however, sounds, like more shots, however, sounds like more shots fired at the MEC there yeah um, however with you guys you know if you've come with a full squad you've got Gary back you know Greg's Reliable-ish. Um, Reli- reliable something that has never been <laughs> right, right, right. To be fair, to be fair, so Aberdeen play Carnegie, what, the second game? I think okay, it's the second game. Because the QB, you even notice QB makes a, such a big difference. I felt for Stefani jumping in at you guys at the weekend. It's a big ask. Um, so hopefully with Gary coming back in rotation and you know filling other, other roles in, um, it, it should hopefully help you guys. So if I'm honest, I would pick on the Old Cats game as the game we want to win. I think we equal up quite quite nicely in regards to offence and defence. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. The Hornets is probably the second one I'd probably want to get a win over. We've never beaten them. Um, they look vulnerable. I think everyone would probably agree with that. Um, but whether we could or not, I don't know. And the Broncos, they only beat us 26-0 and we were terrible on that first game day. <laughs> but, whether, but whether they were playing down to our ability, who knows? So I, I think, don't think I've ever heard I think anyone I'll... describe their own performances. You know what? It was only 26 nil. <laughs> yeah, and it was terrible. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. All, all three games, I think we have the talent to compete. And I think it'll come down to a few, a few plays, a few stops. I think and... there was talk of 
perhaps been a couple of injuries for the Broncos at the weekend there, was there not? So it's oh, sir. All right. I think I think also it's one of the teams uh, with your height and, and your speed. I mean, the Broncos are extremely talented, as we've said a few times, but yeah, they're not no. very tall. No. Um, and again, that's something we could exploit. Um, we know we're going to have pretty much a full squad for the next game day, uh, <coughs> minus maybe one or two players. Um, is that, but, is that at home one or two, is that going to be Brandon and... Um... No. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I think it'll be a couple of our Kings players I think that we have in so I think we'll have our main flag core group so we're we're quite excited to, honestly I cannot wait to play these next three games I'm in a better position QB wise feeling a bit more confident, a bit more experience uh, and then the guys around us we're starting to play more together and the playbook's coming together so we're probably at the best opportunity we have to play against these teams is, is probably now. So you you obviously uh, you've got the is it the Hornets as your as your opening game, I think. Hornets opening game, yeah. In all competitions or friendlies since the beginning of twenty nineteen, what number of game will this be against the Hornets for Carnegie? <laughs> <laughs> uh one, two, three either four, four or, five. or five. Cool. So I think it was once flag in Ironman, two flag in New Year, first game day league. Yeah, this will be five. five. So do you, obviously, like they've had as much exposure to you as you have to them. But without giving anything away, do you think that's an advantage? Or do you think that because it's both teams seeing each other so familiar that it won't really matter? Um, I think they haven't seen us at full strength offensively. Neither any flag in Ironman, flag in New Year or... (laughs) opening game day they haven't seen our starting five together okay um, I think they've got the ex- they know of us they know of us all individually um, so I think that they have got the experience and depth to you know know what to expect and hopefully counter that but yeah I, we just don't know the, the, the Hornets are so unpredictable this season from the results we've seen uh, we haven't obviously seen them in cross conference yeah. we've not been at the same game day so we can't comment we can't even scout on them what do they do badly what can we take advantage of and they're exactly the same with us. They just see us, you know, running Titans close and beating the Crows, and that—that's all they're going to see is score-wise. So it's going to be interesting to go straight into that first game day. We're not seeing each other for well since game week two. Yeah, for sure. So tough. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. So on the moving on then to uh, post post season, um, you are bringing back Carnegie's Winter League. For yes, the 2019-2020 season, um, there's rumours of expansion. Mm-hmm. You may have heard so, correct. I may have heard correct. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about what Winter League is going to look like for the the upcoming off season? That, by the sounds of things, will not be much of an off season. <laughs> uh, not really. No. Yeah. So. The Winter League, yeah, third edition now. Uh, first year we had four teams. Uh, second last year we had five teams, and this year we're going up to ten teams. Um, oh, yeah. So a bit of a big jump. We're dum- doubling the amount. Hey, of teams hey, where... hey, hey! Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> doubling the amount of teams, um, and yeah, yeah, it's just going to be just a a little change for us. You know, I be honest, being able to organise something like this is going to be quite challenging. Uh, Will I try play on the first game day? I doubt it. Um, uh, But I'll do my best. So we have uh, the teams that are confirmed are the five from last year. So obviously ourselves, Carnegie. Uh, We've got Chargers, keeping the Charger watch alive. Let's go. We've got Colts, Killer Bees and Silvercats. So our last year's champions all back. 
Then our new teams are the Renfrewshire Raptors, Midlothian Sabres. They have the Edinburgh Outlaws. Uh, they've confirmed, which is an interesting one because you know they started off slow this year in the Bafa League. What if they actually had some proper competitive games over the winter coming straight in, hitting the ground running? Could be helpful yeah, for them. Sure. Um, and then we have two kind of unknowns. We've got Rexy's Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward to having you guys along. <laughs> and then we have uh, Julesy's Top Guns. Yes, uh, they'll be entering I'm as well. So we've got. Ten teams, new kind of structure. We're going to have the full hall this time. Um, four fields set up, uh, all live broadcasted, centralised clock, um, all the works, basically, for everyone. So, yeah, it'll be good. And we've even got the dates confirmed as well, if you'd like a breaking news on oh, the dates. Oh, yes, let's go. So the dates for the Winter League are the 3rd of November, the 8th of December, Ooh. the 5th of January, the 8th of March, and we're going to have a finals weekend on the 29th of March. Get real, get so real close you... to the season next year. <laughs> Very close. It was a nightmare to pick dates because we have to think about flagging Ironman, flagging New Year. I haven't seen anything for Opal yet, but I've got to avoid like October time. Yeah. Um, then don't start in April because that's when the league starts. So I'm like, and do we even have a finals day? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, I wanted to do it last year. Um, but we just finished up on the end of the league. So this year will be a little bit different. The teams who finish first through 10, that's not where you're going to finish in the league. Um, the finals weekend will determine where you finish. So teams one and two um, will go uh, automatically buys into the semifinals. Then three through six will be like a quarterfinal. And then teams that are ranked seven to 10 will be like the basement battle for, for seventh, eighth, ninth and 10th. So we're going to make it a little bit more interesting. It's not just going to be league play. It'll be you still have a chance. Even though you're sixth, you could still win. I like that. That that's, that's I, must, I must say that like from all the comments, you know, because I only, I only made, made it down to, to, to see one, one event last year. Um, obviously, the Orium is, the, you know, the, the, just just incredible facility. Um, oh, it feels boy. cool being there. Um, the way that you guys ran it with the, the screens and the clock and the streaming um, and the way it all ran, I think I heard nothing but positive, positive comments um, coming out of it. You saw all the teams beating up on each other as well, um, which was really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I hope, yeah, I'm sure this will be a pretty major fixture of the so-called off-season to come. Um, especially yeah. in about you know the packed kind of January calendar of flagging New Year and flagging Iron Man. Um, yeah, keep everyone busy. For sure. Um, so, so everything looks to be good in a good place. The only thing we're probably looking out for, and I'm looking at Bez, Greg, and Tom. We need commentators this year. The only piece of feedback I got outside of like the league and like games and changing things up more was. I want commentators for the live stream. I was like, who can I speak to that would be willing to do well, that? You, you, <laughs> you know what? You could be in luck because looking at the frequency of the game days, there's no chance I'm going to manage to play in two games running. So I might be available. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, you. I'm thinking Greg will be available. Reliability is a worry in game days, but you know, commentating, I'll give you a cup of tea. I'll get you a sold, wee flash, sold you know. already. <laughs> get, yeah, get my, I'll get my tartan rug for his knees. Oh, <laughs> done. <laughs> 
so we'll try to get commentators for this year as well so we'll try and add a little bit more of a different element to it and I think there's something like 86 games that we're going to try and play over the duration not including finals so, that's oh, wow. yeah we're, we're pumped to see and what's going to happen it's going to need a lot of words it's going to need, yeah. need a lot of words well I guess yeah. we can put a, a shout out to our listenership that a word <laughs> listenership I don't know um but yeah, if you want to try yourself out at commentary, then uh, get in touch with, with with Tree, and I'm sure that you'll yes, he'll give you a you'll get at least one of the eighty odd games. <laughs> <laughs> well, hook you up. So, yep. um, yeah, well, cool. That's no, I think that'll be that'll be really good. Um, nice break after the after the plate and the finals, um, and then yeah, into into winter league, and you can definitely tell. You know, I think the whole league compared to last year has taken a big step forward. But you can definitely see in the competitiveness of um, of the Division One that, like we said earlier on, every you know, the, okay, the Savers didn't take part, but every team that did take part is beating all the other teams that took part, um, other than the the Killer Bees who have who have run away with the league. So I think it's a it's an excellent part of the the calendar and definitely fills a fills a hole. Um, so yeah. yeah, truly does. Yeah, you know, and then the Killer Bees, you know, now being the only unbeaten Division One team this year, really shows in the development that they've had and where they've came from. And yeah, we, it's long may it continue. This that's exactly what you hit the day on the head. It's for league development, growth of the sport. You know, all the all the things we're looking to achieve, and at the same time have fun. We all pay to play, so yeah, we, you know, we may as well have fun want, doing we it. We want to enjoy so. ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah, so that's this. Yeah, long make contest. So yeah, really I take it that's going to be so. one of the bigger factors when you're talking to these more established teams is to try and try and get them to blood new talent and use it as a development. Then, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, looking at teams like you know um, even ourselves. You know, we we used it primarily last year for I think the first two three weeks, just ran players in different positions. You know, I was getting trained up at QB, so I'd never done it before. So that was a good opportunity for me to get minutes. A few other guys, and then you look at the other teams, and that's exactly what we're trying to encourage. No, we can't. You know, we can't enforce it as such. You know, we can only encourage teams to, you know, to use this as a, an, an opportunity to develop your players, and that's what the finals weekend is going to do. It's going to put teams in a play a position where it's pressure, it's scenario, situational play that might all play its part, and you're not really going to learn that in training. You know, this potential will hopefully mean something to some guys, and you know, being able to get um, people that are, you know, I wouldn't want to call them bench enders, but you know, people that don't get as many minutes in the league. This is their time to shine. Use nice. it. Use that platform. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the server cats last year, that's exactly what, what yeah. they did. There was a lot of guys that were playing in Winter League that had joined mid-season and obviously didn't get a lot of playing time as they were learning the rules um, or learned to catch or, you know, the silver cats were chasing, yeah, exactly. a, chasing a playoff spot last year. Um, Winter League rolls around and all of a sudden they're starting. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what we're trying to achieve. And whether teams take it like that, it's hard to to say. Like, I don't know who Rexy's going to turn up with. I don't know who Top Guns are going to turn up with. But um, it doesn't really matter. If anything, that gives teams uh, a little bit more experience, a little bit better competition, yeah. and will hopefully bring them naturally along as well. So that's where I'm not too bothered. That front is, yeah, we're th- we're letting these other teams compete, but at the same time. They could be very varied week to yeah. week. They're going to have a mix of experience and inexperience, and that's going to be the same across all of everyone. Well, so, if there's, if there's one thing that I can guarantee you now on behalf of the Rexy team, it's that you will see us coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You'll definitely see us, see us coming. Um, and maybe, 
maybe Trey, you could come out and snap, snap, snap the ball for it. us. Just I have, I have, you have your lovely pieces of equipment yeah. in my cupboard, and I'd like to see. I'd like to. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it in action for us. I think I'll approve my transfer on the I think day. that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I would imagine it would be a game where it's not against Carnegie. <laughs> uh, why not? <laughs> well, it's up to you. Up to I you. could do a beating on them. It's up to you. you, know, Tom, you know, Tom manages to put beatings on his own team quite a lot. So I guess you yeah, can I'm come sure and join I him. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I like my guys. They'll, they'll ignore me. <laughs> oh. Okay. Cool. Well, on that, we, cool. Will, cool. we will move on to... Uh, Tom's favourite part of the of the show. It's time <laughs> for Overreaction Wednesday. Yay! Yay. So, once, once again, this week, guys, I have um, I have four for you because last week's went down so well. Um, and no. basically, no one commented on me taking a shot at the entire league because they were all too surprised by what Tom said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I've come back I've come back with four, and the question is overreaction, yes or no? Okay, Tom, it's yes or no. <laughs> yes or no. Okay, is this an overreaction, yes or no? Okay, so. <laughs> oh, dear. Number one, the HNC is a northern powerhouse, <laughs> and come the end of the season, we'll have two undefeated teams heading in to their respective playoffs. The Grangemouth Broncos and the Glasgow Killer Bees will march down south to face the rest of the league with bagels in the lost column. Greg? <laughs> oh, he's thinking. He's thinking hard. I'm going to go... N- yes, it's an overreaction. It's an overreaction. Yes. Why, Greg? Why is it an overreaction? I think that the, and this is controversial, but I think that the Broncos will not remain unbeaten. Oh, damn. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, overreaction yesterday. Oh, am I allowed to join? Oh, am I allowed to join? Oh, you're in. Oh, oh you're really? You, you are expected to join in. <laughs> and so there is no No, no, I'm okay. I've already got my answer. <laughs> Um, so, leading on from Greg's point, um, I'm also going to say it's an overreaction. Um, I, I that makes, that makes see me feel better. Thank you. Yeah, I think the Killer Bees will go undefeated, but I don't know if they'll win in the playoffs. And I definitely don't see the Broncos go undefeated. Why not? Definitely. Because we've got to play them in yes! this game. Yes! <laughs> there it is. No, nah, I don't. I don't see them going undefeated. I think there's been the game against the Hornets at the start of the year was really tight. I think it was like one score, two scores in it, and the Hornets kind of threw it away. I I just see the next the next set of games against Oil Cats and Hornets that will yeah. I don't. I see it being tight. I don't know if they'll come out undefeated. Cool, and that means that the only person we have left is. Mr. Cold Hard Facts. Tom? <laughs> over, overreaction, yes or no? Overreaction. So, yes, you're saying it's an overreaction. <laughs> yes. <Still not learning. laughs> God. What are we, six, seven shows in? Honestly. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. taken years Tom, of my life. Tom, why, why do you think that it's an overreaction? I've got... I think the guys have said it already. I think, um, I think, the, I think the B's probably... Stay undefeated, but I think the Broncos will let you down on that one. 
Okay. Uh, just a few few too many injuries and or rumours of too many injuries. Um, I think to kind of keep pace with the the hot team of Carnegie. Okay. Okay. Ooh. You are trying because he's here. You're trying to get back in his good books, aren't you? That's very oh, nice of him. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, to be fair, he gave me a wine gum at the at the games. Oh, always oh, forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't supposed to say anything. Sorry. Tweet. Moving on. Moving on to point number two. <laughs> two weeks ago, the Midlothian Sabers made Greg Sim look very, very silly by pouring eighty points on his Raptors. This week. The Raptors responded by putting 90 points on the Chargers. Oh, please go away. I think, I think Therefore, I believe at some point in the remainder of the, league, of the League One HNC season, someone will score 100 points. Oh, I, thought you, Tom, I thought you were going to... overreaction, yes or no? Overreaction. So the I answer think... is... I think the answer is I don't think it's going to happen. Which means yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying to me anymore. No, I think to be fair, the Raptors did a did a really good job against a fairly beaten up uh, Chargers team, um, and I don't think if that if there's going to be a game, I think that would have been the game that was going to happen. Okay. Greg, what do you think? You've seen League One. You've witnessed the insanity of League One. Yes, it is an overreaction. <sighs> I think you're coming towards the tail end of the season. If teams start to get up by a silly amount, they might start protecting players, making sure that they, they don't get them injured. Because a little uh, hammy tweak here or there now, and you're starting to get guys worried about missing finals days. Um, and I think that that is going to t- kind of factor in a little bit that if you're not needing to put on 80, 90 points on top of a team, I don't think they will. Okay. Three. Uh, a hard, okay. If I'm just going to say what's on my mind, I think it's not an overreaction. I think a team could go for 100 points. Um, why? I, sorry, Chargers. Um, <laughs> if they continue to lose, how much confidence and involvement do they lose? You know, sometimes you see teams lose interest and players start to leave because they're getting beat and they're not interested. Is there an opportunity that they could turn up with the last few remaining game days with less players? Was that with the driver for the weekend? You know, couldn't make it, not available, don't want to turn up. Could someone put a hundred on them? I, I don't see why that's not possible. Um, I would like. I wouldn't like it. It's not good for the game, but could it happen? Maybe. So. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's not a maybe allowed in this. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, someone's going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Okay. Number four. Okay. No, number three. Sorry, number three. I have it written down as number four, but it is number three. Oh. So I'm going to switch the order up. Indecision. The comets come crashing back to earth. And will crash back into Division One automatically come the end of the season. Overreaction, Tom? Yes or no? I think they get relegated. I'm not going to lie; I still can't get the hang of yes and no. Right, it's really difficult. Tom, the question is: <laughs> <Very right? simple. laughs> the question is, 
Are the Comets getting relegated automatically, yes or no? Yes. Yes, they are. They're going down, they're going to come bottom of the league and they're going to be relegated. I think that's more down to the improvement we've seen from the Outlaws than the Comets not being good enough to stay up. So, Greg, I must admit, I'm not a huge fan of, um, you know, kind of calculated and pensive Tom, but what do you you think? (laughs) Overreacting, yes or no, Greg? I am going to... (laughs) I'm going to go with an overreaction. I think that the Comets... Now, I might be mistaken, but I think they've beaten Edinburgh the past couple of times that they played them. They certainly did, they did yeah. in the first, first week, but I think even previous to that, I think they've beaten them a couple of times. Um, So I've got a feeling that going into this next game day, if they manage to get the win, that could knock the stuffing out of Edinburgh. And it could be tight or aside. Mm. Yeah, that tie is now huge, isn't it? Yeah. That half that half game. That half game tie. What do you think, Tree? I d I don't think whether it matters the Comets finish fifth or sixth, I still think they'll come down. Ooh. Um I, I that might be a bit controversial to say that, but I think it ultimately it comes down to the Glias and how much the commitment they're putting to that over over flag programme and yes, the Inverclyde Comets might beat them against the Outlaws, but can can you imagine the Inverclyde Comets beating a high scoring offense like the Sabres? Where is that game going to take place? Is that going to be down in Sheffield and Manchester? We know the Comets don't travel yeah, well. I think that will be Manchester, and yeah, I, we've exactly. never had to see the Sabres travel yet. But if they if they do have to, then I advantage Sabres really. I think so. I thought I, I wouldn't like it to happen. I think the Outlaws and the Comets are good enough to remain where they are, and they're better than any competition down south. But do the Comets travel well? Are they in a good position right now? I can see them coming down, unfortunately. That's a good point you made. I mean, obviously the Sabres, to, to be in that game, um, are in the Division 1 Championship, is that right? Or are they in the plate? Um, uh, no, it's the top two teams that go yeah. through. It was the Colts and Carnegie last year. So, so they'll, they'll be taking, a, they'll be taking a, a team down to try and compete against the rest of the country. Whereas the comments have maybe only got or or outlaws have only got to take a team down to uh, to really stay in the Premier League. I mean, yeah, that's that's quite a good point there, there Mr. Tree. Welcome. Cool. And then finally, the last overreaction of the day: Carnegie going to the playoffs. <laughs> Greg, we're on a run. What do you think? It's not an overreaction. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's going to happen. Tom, is it? Is it? Is it? A, is it a fantasy or is it not even close? <laughs> Tom, the the league changes the rules as they admit the MEC is not strong enough to keep Carnegie out, and they let the top four from the HNC go. Seems unlikely, oh. but cool. Um, three. <laughs> Treat. I feel as though I'm obliged to say that's not an overreaction, but I've got to remain calm, collected. I want to get invited back this, to talk again. This is this so. is not this is if you if you think that this is for calm and collected, <laughs> you are you are in the wrong place. You've not been paying attention. Um, I'm gonna say no, it's not an overreaction. I think we do. Yeah, you do. I think we do. Of course we do. Of course we do. We've got to. We're on a run, we're feeling confident, we've got the big three in the next game day. Let's shock the world. 
and let's make stuff happen. That's, so. that's an attitude. That is so, the attitude. There we go. You, you were a little bit fence sitting earlier there, there, Tree. Um, so who do you think you who do you think you're knocking out of the the, the playoffs? <laughs> the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they're pretty much safe. If I'm honest, if I would like to knock a team out, who would I want to travel to the playoffs with? That's probably a better question. No, no, no. no. Who would you like to knock out? Oh, the Hornets. Because you've never been. Well, only because they've they've been to every playoff as long as I've ever played, and they've always been on that pedestal. Um, so I want to knock them down. But I don't know. Any team would do. Like that. Yeah, only has to be, only has to be one. Yeah, not fast too. It is either all Castle Hornets. I don't care. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Okay, cool. Well, that is the that is all the overreactions, or not overreactions, um, that I have for today, which means that we're going to get to hand over to Greg, who is going to run us through the current standings <laughs> of our Game Picks competitions, oh, which cool. I suspect have taken a bit of a hammering over the weekend <laughs> after there was a collective nine votes for Oil Cats wins um, beforehand. There was actually 12 um, vote went for uh, all the all Oil Cats wins as Scott well. Pitt, so 12 as well, okay, and then also obviously um, Tom picked the entire HNC to go undefeated which, <laughs> which, which, did, not, which did not happen. Um, did not work out well for him. Yeah, bad. It's a tough spot to be in. Tough spot to be in for Tom. But I commend the uh, the confidence. So, Greg, where are we? Okay. Now, let me just make sure I've got my mask right here. Yeah. <laughs> in second place, we have a three-way tie. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> no. On, a, on uh, exactly the same record of 56 and 19, we have Scott... Bez and Tom all on 56 and 19. Man. So I mean, I actually, looking back on it, did I, I picked the, I picked the Chargers to beat the Raptors, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. And the thing That's is, an, you, were was the only, you were the only I was one. 90 points away from being correct. You were the only one that actually picked the Revolution to beat the Outlaws as well, which, you know, you would have been making some games back at that point. That didn't happen. No. <laughs> so, no, it didn't. Quite smugly, with a big smile on his face right now, with a two-game lead, oh, Christ, fifty-eight and seventeen, is myself. Ah, how, how are you only yes. two games ahead of me when you all cheated the other week, taking a game off me, and then no, I, no, 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 you were warned. <laughs> How are you only two games ahead? You have done this to yourself. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I mean, you told us that the HNC was going completely undefeated last week, so we had to take the all for that. And then you said it wasn't going to be best. close between the Hornets <laughs> and the Crows, and the Crows went and won. So, so you just took a, you, you took a, a make-believe game off me. I, I never took a game off you. It was Bez, uh-huh. and Bez is the one who has the power. He's the one we delegated the power to. I would just like to say that my meteoric rise this season has been... I was dead last week one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> dead last. Dead last. And now I'm second. Let's go. <laughs> it's, been, it's been good. Okay, so we will get into this. Into get into the, the game picks. One. 
Okay, and they're going to start with the Silver Cats against the Colts. Tree, tell us your thoughts. You say Tree first? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Uh, Colts, Silver Cats. Um, I'm going to go Colts. Ooh. Do I need to give an explanation why? one. I have no idea who, who's playing for who. And I don't know who the Silver Cats have got at QB. I don't know who the Bruni, he's been playing well as usual. I haven't been there all season, but based upon standings and other results, I want to go Colts. Okay. Thomas? Cool. Sorry, I, I missed that. Um, I think I think you said Bez, didn't you? No, I definitely said Tom. Definitely said Tom. Damn it. Um, I... Tom, that, those splinters are going to have to come out sometime. Tell us what's in your heart, man. My heart says silvers. Okay, cool. It, silvers silvers it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bez. Um, I'm going to go Colts. As am I, Bez. As am good, I. Good job. Good job. They've, good uh, coaching. They've, they've, they've kind of had a, the silvers number a couple of times. I think uh, it's going to continue. Yeah. Okay, on to the next one. The silvers against the Raptors. Thomas. Why? <laughs> that's the next game. Because of that. Um, um, uh, uh, you're going to fix it anyway, so I'm going to go Silvers. He said Silvers. He did say Silvers. Best. So, so this is a tricky one because I have obviously been there for both games that they've played against each other and I... Both games think that the Silvers, maybe not week one because that got away with them, but like especially the last game, I think the Silvers should have won that game. But for whatever reason, the Raptors have taken a very nice rental property <laughs> in the heads of the Silvercats. Um, and until they evict them, they're going to live there. So I'm going to take the Raptors, even though I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it doesn't happen. Good choice. Uh, Tree? Raptors. Slam dunk. <laughs> I was going to put a Tom. It's not even close, but I'm not allowed to do that. I mean, you can. I mean, you literally... And I just did. It's frowned upon, but <laughs> you can. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I, I think the Raptors, I think they're they're good enough to put another one on the Silver Cats this season. And as Bez is rightly saying, you know, it's one loss is hard to take. So you have to bounce back from it quickly. So the Silver Cats could get a win, but no, nah, I'm going with Raptors. Okay, I will go with the Raptors as well. And then we make this a rather tough day for the Silvers as they next go up against the Sabres. Bez. So that season series is one and one. Um, What's the weather report? <laughs> no yeah. idea. If it's, Aber- <laughs> if it's Aberdeen weather, I'll take the Silvers. Um, but, I don't know. I think the I think the Sabres have found their groove. I think that they were clinical against the Silvers on um, on Sunday. And it wasn't that... This, I wouldn't say the Silvers' defence played badly either. Um, but the, the Sabres are just that good. So I'm going to take the Sabres. OK, so the Silver Cats coach has the Silvers going 0-3 on the day. Tom, how do you see them doing? I... Oh, um... You wanted me to go first, Tom. I've gone first. Like, what more do you think? <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say um oh uh five sabers. <laughs> okay, and three. Uh sabers for me as well, please, thank you. Not a problem. I shall join you and take the sabers. Okay. This next game is the Sabres against the Chargers. Now, Tree, tell me your thoughts, and I will give you a bonus point if you're willing to commit to the Sabres going over 100 points. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it wasn't the Sabres I had putting 100 on them, though. Ooh. Uh, and the Sabres are going to win, but it won't be 100. Okay. I'll go for 70. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm noting that down. So if they do go over seventy, you'll get you'll get a bonus point for that. Oh, oh thanks. Perfect. No bonus points available for you. For who? For Tom. For Tom. Oh. Uh, Sabers. Sabers. Bez. Uh. Sabers. And uh, yeah, I will be going with Sabers as well. Okay, on to the next one. We have the Killer Bees against Colts. Tom. Killer bees. Tree. I'm going to do it, Greg. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. Uh, game? Uh, the killer bees against Colts. Killer bees. Col- ah, killer bees. Sorry. Bez. Bees are going undefeated, mate. Bees all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Bees. Um, we will go with the bees against the Chargers. Bez. Bees are going undefeated, mate. Tom? Bees. Tree? Bees. <laughs> Over, under 100? Uh, not them either. Ooh. Ooh. Um, for the record, I'm going for the bees as well. Uh, and for the final two games in Division 1, we have the Raptors against Colts. Tom? Colts. Bez? <laughs> I like that game. I'm going to watch that one. Um, so the last time these two teams played each other, the Colts came back from a 18-point hole. They had a couple some, of sixes, didn't they? Scored something like 50 points in a row to win. Well, it's hard to do that back-to-back games, but I don't think they'll let themselves be put in that hole. Therefore, I'm going to take the Colts. Get three. Uh, Colts as well they've got to keep the pressure on the Sabres so they've got to win this well I said they were going to make the playoffs for promotion so I'm going to have to stick with them I'm going with my Raptors nice Uh, Raptors against Chargers Tom Raptors three Uh, plus 100 for the Raptors that's my one You you know why too the killer bees are well coached. I know they're really good. They're well coached. They would not do that to another team. The Raptors just don't care. <laughs> want to see the world burn. Exactly. So they are going to eat everyone alive and spit them out and have no regret doing it. So I have the Raptors winning. And that, if that's going to be a team that's going to do it, they just don't care. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they do have that, like, we're going to keep scoring until you stop us attitude. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly my attitude to that. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, there's I, any... Uh, no, I I would concur with my my learned friend and say that the Raptors will take that. Okay, is this, uh, is this the Raptors as well? 
See this, he gets the second and suddenly stops backing the Chargers. No, I, I didn't back them two weeks ago. <laughs> no. Yes. He, he does have history of not backing I've them. Take, I've taken a weekend off before. Okay. Very, very so, back, reg- so back in your <laughs> box, Clark. <laughs> He's out to get you. He is out to get me. I might just take another point off him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's just done with off. Division 1. So we will now move on to the Premier League. Let's go. God, no. And we, <laughs> we are going to start with the Comets against the Hornets. Bez. Hmm. You've, yeah, tossing, a, tossing slow balls at me to start with. Um, Greg, I think that the Hornets sting the Comets. Okay. Uh, tree? Uh, Hornets. Yeah, I can't see that going any other way. I will be taking the Hornets as well. And Tom? Hornets. Okay. And in the next one, we will have the Grangemouth Broncos against the Edinburgh Outlaws. Tom? Broncos. You don't sound too certain there. You sure? I'm, st- I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. But um, I don't I'd say. I, th- I think the Outlaws are going to surprise some teams. If they, I'll join. I'll help you with that one. The outlaws have been a lot better than their record suggests. So, so Tree, who are you going to be taking in that one then? Oh, Broncos. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I still don't think they've got the firepower, but they are better than the record suggests. I can see where you're getting your hmm, optimism from. Okay, uh, Bez. Oh, I don't think it's time for the outlaws to ride the bron- the Broncos. They're going to get bucked off. The Broncos will ride away into the sunset with a win. I concur with that. The Broncos for me. Okay, and in the next one, we will go with... I'm, I'm kind of hand I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I can see exactly what he's doing. <laughs> I wonder what the last game will be. <laughs> uh, we are going to go with the Oil Cats against the Comets. Tom? I've got to say the Oil Cats. I mean, you don't have to. There is two choices. Not really. Tree? I'm going to make a few phone calls to Bud to make sure they bring a full-strength squad. (laughs) Um, I think the Oil Cats have got this, based upon what's happened this season, unfortunately, but I can see it happening. Bogey team, mate. I don't know what it is about the Comets, but every year the games are close, they are scrappy, they are just uncomfortable for everyone. I'm going to take the Oil Cats, but I'm going to. I know that I'm. It's not. I'm not. It's not that I'm not going to enjoy that game, but I will feel on edge that whole game. Is that not what happened last year, Ben? Yeah, was it not yeah. this game that it the Comets this, beat the Oil Cats? It was this game. It was this game week. I thought that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. that I'm. I'm going to stick with the Oil Cats, and I'm kind of going to back myself here and say that. The, we lost last time, and I was away with work at that point as well. Oh, bless. You know, <laughs> oh. away with work this past game day. And with, oh. and I'm yeah, now that we're getting the MV, back. now we're getting our MVP back, then so, we'll be fine. You know, here we go. <laughs> best ability is availability, mate. And... That is it. The best ability, uh, best ability is always your availability. That's well said, Bez, well said. I got there. I got there at the end, right? <laughs> Let me alone. Okay, we will now go with... The relegation six-pointer, the Outlaws against the Comets. Tom? I'm going to say the Outlaws. 
I think that's the. I think they're just going to tool up for that game. Bez, we're at Carnegie, aren't we? Yeah. Outlaws. Outlaws for me, please, Greg. Three. Uh, outlaws as well, please. Yep. Uh, I kind of said I said earlier that I thought the Comets were going to win this. Greg, see the chance to steal a game here. <laughs> it's it's either that, or I've just thrown away my two two game lead on this and the Raptors. Ah, uh, this is so difficult. But I'm not Greg. above. I, but I'm not above cynicism. I'm going to go with the Outlaws. Going to go with the Outlaws. Yep, not above cynicism at all. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, we are going to head to the home team next, and we are going to go with Carnegie versus the Broncos. Three. What do you think? Carnegie. Like, I, I think as you're already saying, with I've, I've never heard about these injuries, so you've got me enticed. Um, <laughs> they've got four, three, four weeks to recover. Um, uh, I may have got some other inside information from other players that are helping me this game day as well. So I'm going to cheekily say ourselves. Say that. I'm going say, to knock them say off. The, say the catchphrase. Say the catchphrase. <laughs> Go on. Say it. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me get to another. Let me save that for another one. Okay. I know exactly. <laughs> what <you're laughs> no, I know where that's coming. I love it. Love it. Uh, Tom. I think Carnegie matchup. Oh, I sorry. I think the Broncos matchup worst against Carnegie of the top four. What of the top four? Yeah. So you're talking about Carnegie matching up against Carnegie? No, Broncos matching up the worst against Carnegie of the top four. Okay, that's not an answer though. That's just a statement. It's. Is Come it, on, Tommy. Is, what do you know? What the game order is that weekend? Doesn't matter. Just pick. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is too. But Tom hasn't, been, Tom hasn't done his research, so I'm not helping him out of a hole. <sighs> We're gonna have to push you for an answer here, Tom. Or since he's made, since, since are you are you going effort, for the tie? Since he's made the effort to be on the show, and I've done an awful lot to try and get back in his good books. You're taking the Broncos, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take Carnegie in that game. Yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> More wine gums for Tom. <laughs> That's what it's for. That's what it's about. Bez. Now, if this was a... <laughs> oh, what? The Broncos are 10-0. And they know that they need two games to take the division and therefore take the Premier North and they've got five to come does that sharpen them or does that you know oh we can let these ones go you know um, they've only conceded 96 points but the, yeah they have <laughs> the most incredible defence out there um, and as much as I would love to see the the purple the purple tide Sweep them over. I, it's a prove it game for me. So the Broncos have proved it all season. So I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos as well. Just purely because if you're saying, you know, if they've got half an hour at the end of the season, 
those guys are far too competitive for that. Like, yeah. they won't want a loss on their record. They won't even want points against them on the board. They're just far too competitive to even consider that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going with the Broncos. Not even saying sorry, Tree. Not even sorry. <laughs> No, no, that's okay. I think by the coming the start of the season, if we were even contemplating us beating the Broncos, I would be over the news. Yeah. There we go. So, I'm happy with that. Okay, so we are going to go with the Broncos against the Hornets next. Bez, what's your thoughts? This is a classic HNC sexy matchup. Um, and VSN are going to come out of it looking pretty good because they'll get to post like a our team won this week. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they'll be happy. Um It's tough. It's a tough one. Again, it depends on what Hornets team show up. For me, um, is it the team that went down south and romped their way through? Is it the team that we know from the last couple of years? You know, they're only, you know, they're less than 12 months removed from a Brit Bowl final. Um, I think if the Broncos are going to stumble, this is the game. So I'm going to take the Hornets to close the gap. Hey, Tom. I think the Broncos win that one. Three. Um, I would much prefer the Broncos to win um, because that really helps us in our playoff aspirations. But I was refereeing that first game and there wasn't much in it. All it needs is Youngie to look after the ball just a little bit better. Um, and that that's ultra close. Um, but I'm going to say uh, the Broncos. Broncos. Oh. Come on, an island over here. Yeah, I think... You coming, you're bringing your trunk? You're bringing your, you're bringing your trunks, Greg? You coming to see me? Um, I, I, I don't know if I am. I think that the Hornets have like, the Hornets have had their vulnerable spell, and all through that, I was backing them, saying it's all going to come good. It's all going to come good. Here he is, Mister. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're hearing of oh, potentially a couple of injuries over at the Broncos. You know that could really even this out. Ah. I, dislike this game at times. <laughs> Peck! <laughs> okay, they're, they're unbeaten. Until they get beat, you've got to take them. I'm going Broncos. Fair enough. That's my game back, telling you. <laughs> I know, you, you could be ahead of me at this point. Um, okay, so we have two games left. And we're going to start off with Carnegie against one of their playoff rivals, the Hornets. Tree. Still sounds weird when you say it out loud. <laughs> um, what, yeah, game back on them? One game back. Um, this game, this game the... back. Let's <laughs> not beat about so... the bush here, Tree. This game back. <laughs> so, to, to fill in, Tom, this is the first game of our day. 
and we're going to be absolutely pumped for it. So I'm going to have to take Carnegie. I'm going to go for us an unbeaten day and shock the world. Oh, he's giving away his next one as well. I mean, um, that, that was never going to be a shock, was it, on this show? <laughs> I think, honestly, if I, was to, if I was to generally pick, I think the Broncos could be a bit too much for us. But the Hornets, they have, they're vulnerable. We know that. We have matched up well against them in some periods of games during Flag in the Year and Flag in Ireland where two scores up on them with a little bit more experience. And I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable and confident at QB. Uh, I'd like it to be a lot more competitive. We've never beat the Hornets. So that's our, that's the that renting a, a place in your head kind of thing that Bez was speaking <laughs> about earlier with the Raptors and all that. It's the last hurdle I need to get over is beating these big three teams. So let, let's give us Carnegie that confidence boost. Me, I think we can do it. Okay, and Tom. I say quite there, Tom? Just move on. Come on, Tom. <laughs> um, I think I think I think the Hornets match up just a touch better than the Broncos against yeah. Carnegie. Um I think I'm gonna say the Hornets in that one. Okay, and Bez. So going back to my real estate knowledge, um <laughs> I would be concerned about what would happen to the headspace of the Carnegie guys if the Hornets get out to an early lead um, because there's potential for it to feel like, oh, it's this again. Um, however, I actually don't think that'll happen because Carnegie are going to win, so it'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to back Carnegie on this one just purely out of the hope that you by doing yourself a favour in the playoff race that you do us a favour. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, there is also that. (laughs) Yeah. No ill feeling towards the Hornets, but I'm on the Carnegie. Well, there's one one Hornet. (laughs) One Hornet. Just just one Hornet, yeah. Yeah, he's like a backup blitzer or something like that. I forgot he was even a Hornet. (laughs) There was rumour that he was going down to the Killer Bees. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think they've got. I don't think they've got. I don't think roster space to carry him. No, I mean he would be. The, he would be backup for the Killer Bees as well. Hey Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's only there's only one game left, Greg. But I can't quite work out which one it must be. I don't have any written down here. I I, I couldn't imagine what it could be. Are we done then? Are we? How's that? One, two. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wait, no! I've, I've, I've found it. There's. Oh, turn your page over, mate. Turn your page over. Yeah, that's. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, oh, it's it's Carnegie against Aberdeen. Hmm. Whoa! Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what wonder what like that team is. Well, um, I. I just. Uh, oh, so I have to think about that one. What, what are you thinking to that? Straight to me. Straight to you. Straight to me. Okay. I love it. I, I love it. I'm going to stall a little bit. Um, just spin this one out a little bit. Just raise the, raise the temperature in the room. Um, I see an X factor in this game. He is about 15 feet tall. 
He has a beard like a giant of a man who would be north of the wall. He's a brand new father, and he will be so pissed off that we dropped three games down south. I am not looking forward to training against him again. <laughs> but, but, he can be allowed out to play. If there is an, in, but if I if an oil cat drops the ball, we might never get a pass on our way ever again. No, Cat, don't I, think I, they'll I, be allowed back on the field. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna allow for the Elliot factor, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Elkats. Okay, and just to for a bit of uh, com- comparison, a bit of uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for. I can't think. But Par- parity. Parity. Yes, that's that's quite a good one. Tree. How do you see this game going? Good evening, Bess. So. <laughs> let's let's go straight at you. No, I'm joking. I, if I'm honest, I think the first two games are a bit ambitious for us. You know, to be able to go and beat the Broncos and the Hornets, I would like it to be possible. I'm going to maintain the confidence that I think we could, but maybe being a bit too ambitious. Leading me to the Oil Cats, you see their performances against what the Outlaws. Um, there's a couple of games where you've you know, last play of the game, you've won, you look. Uh, let's be honest, not that great in Manchester. Um, it gives us confidence. I think that's being very, very polite of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't think it'll happen again. You know, Gary's good. Um, I think, is he a QB? Is, that is a he a receiver? I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible here, guys. <laughs> He's all right. Um, but with a four-week-old baby, is he honestly going to get let out of the house? My wife would kill me. Oh, he's our, he's our, I th- I'm pretty sure the wee man's already throwing spirals in the house, so I think he'd be right. Might get him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, I, I think if Gary Elliott's there, I would much prefer to see a Gary Elliott versus Callum Nicol wide receiver battle. But it's not going to happen. So I think Callum is going to jump over all of you, and it's not even close. I think, <laughs> <There> is- <laughs> I honestly, I think if we're going to do a score that's going to like we're going to be proud of it's going to be that one I think I think we have the power to do it um, and I think we match up quite well in regards to height and speed and Aaron Drummond never stays on his feet so we'll be alright I think we've got that one nice that's, that's, nice. that's my one that I'm almost 100% sure of <laughs> love it just <laughs> love it. a little bit of controversy in there for everybody to enjoy Love it. And Tom's like, why do you say anything? Oh, I know. It's all right. I've sat forward. I'm limbering up. He sat forward, but he's going to have to He's going to have to wait for just a minute because I'm going to hold him back, guys. I'm going to hold him back because I'm going to put my thought on in, in there at this moment in time. And there's one factor I think that Tree hasn't even considered. And it's the guy who's having an MVP season. It's the guy <laughs> who hosts this show. It is the most dynamic blitz that I've seen in quite a, quite a while. It's Bez. Did you he see? thinks he's going to get time to, to pick his passes to Callum Nickel. He's forgetting how quickly Bez gets to him. Did you he's see him least, roll his ankle at the weekend? Bez he's going to be at move. least four <laughs> Potentially a safety. On that, note, I, on that note, I would just like to thank uh, Chan for the entire pack of ibuprofen spray and ice that I used because that kept that kept me in the, that kept me in the day the chambulance uh, he's, he's got everything in that box that man <laughs> great guy great great guy well thank you for your kind words Greg and just and what? just fully just, <laughs> just to put the full full stop on it I reckon it's going to be a best safety that wins the game 
Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to make sure my hips are well at the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have a Shakira look about you. So. Uh, I think I've only been sacked twice this season, so good luck. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> We are going to go on to the man, the, the, the most offensive man. man in football. Hold on, who did Greg pick? Oh, the old bet. Okay, come I on now, Trey. Keep on. He's having an MVP season, but it doesn't mean you're going to win, though. He picked me single-handedly oh, to win the okay. game. By the sound of safety. Thing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, TC Bobcat. Let's go. <laughs> so I think there's a there's a few deficiencies in that Carnegie squad. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't, wow! I don't. I don't think. <laughs> it's a, I don't think it's at receiver. I don't think it's at defense. Oh God, Tom! I think it's the the rookie quarterback. <gasps> the white gums are gone. That is it. White gums revoked. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Um, I I think uh, I just don't think you're fast enough for Bez. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. You guys need to calm down. I'm, I'm good. I'm not like I think I don't. I do it's fair, all on you, Bez. We've seen. No, you hear this? We've seen Bez do a two point four forty flat this year, and I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's it's going to be. It's always fun playing you guys. Um, yeah. It's in some of the games we have, they can get a little heated, but with you guys, it's always been fairly level for the love of the game, um, and. I'll 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 stick I'll still have enjoyed it with three beat you, yes. Yeah. Okay, so Tom <laughs> is going to go with the oil cats there, but I think we are all in agreement that the the real winner is football. Good <laughs> <laughs> job, football. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be electric though. It's gonna be oh, I love those games. And I think the um Who's refing? Oh, oh no. Oh. What what game? <laughs> what one? The one you. the one you're hundred percent on tree. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Clyde in Glasgow. Okay, so that's going to be a pretty good refing crew. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that is a good refing crew. Cool. They've all they've all done the quiz, so I'm I'm feeling that's good. <laughs> that's good. It's made all the difference that quiz. Um, so <laughs> all the difference. Um, you know, in fact, we should do more quizzes. Um, so yeah, so I think that's that's, that's all the games in, isn't it? It, it certainly is. That is us. Football That's is it. the winner. Let's go. Football is the winner. The trash. The trash has been talked. All that. All that requires is for someone to set on fire. Um, <laughs> so no. Well, that has been. That has been our show. Um, so, uh, Greg, any any other business? Well, this is the second time that we've had Tree on, and I feel as if we've started to get to know him quite well. Even the listeners of got a bit of a, a flavour for him, but you always want more. I always want to hear more of his dulcet tones. So I have a couple of questions for Tree. Oh, okay. I'm always willing to give a bit more for the fans. So. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> what have you got for me? Well, it's more just, how is it that you managed to get into flag and what would you say has been your best experience or your best memory from playing flag so far? Uh, I actually got into flag because well, you guys all know Ross Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard of him. Well, we played basketball together, um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, come try this." I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Because I don't like, I don't follow any NFL team. I've barely watched it. I, I, I never really got an interest in it. 
five flag, you know, there's a few other basketball guys here, like Ross McLean, um, Jules, you know, he was playing and we all play basketball together. So yeah, come try this. And I think it turned up and there was like, I don't know, some like 40, 50 players there for this like open session for like new players for Kitty and flag. And yeah, it was just trying up and playing. I quite enjoyed it. Just running about, catching the ball in the soaking wet mud. Can't <laughs> ask for more. What's, what, what, what more can you love about it? Exactly, exactly. But, Catching footballs, it, it's fantastic. So, again, I'll repeat the question, but what would you say has been the best experience or your memory from playing flag so far? Um, there's been a few, I think, even like to do, like, even this, like the podcast, being able to speak to people that are like-minded that enjoy the sport just as much as I do, that say, share the same passion. But, you know, looking at tournaments like Big Bowl, um, my first, I got invited to go with the Bulls. Um, and really nearly gave me that opportunity to kind of learn and take that knowledge and experience from being able to do logistics and go in and play me at a higher level to try and take that knowledge back to my own club. Um, that, I think, has benefited us greatly to where we've come from, to where we've now got to. Um, and I hope that's something that, you know, I've been able to give that information. Big Bowl, about two years ago, um, even up to the point where we almost beat Mass Flag, uh, was probably the most enjoyable part, but... You know, as you guys are saying, football is always the winner. As long as I'm playing football, having fun, a bunch of guys that are all my friends, um, I love it. It's really good fun. So, um, but yeah, if I had to pick one, it would be Big Bowl 2017. Fantastic. Love oh, that. It's a very wholesome answer. I like that. I feel like we can send the kids off to bed with that one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> any, any more questions for Greg? I have no more questions for him. You know what? I just I, I like listening to him. I think whenever he comes on, he's the best thing about the show. And uh, he's, he's more than welcome back anytime. Oh, Greg, you can't see me blushing. I'm getting so overwhelmed. <laughs> why don't we just, why, why, why don't we just get, you just know, like, you up before, uh, tree, weekend, tree, you're actually going to be, uh, you're going to be like pretty, you know, you're not going to be up to much those weekends at Winter League, are you? So like, you should consider commentating. I have <laughs> mentioned this to a few of our players that I might not play. Um, so myself and Greg could be behind the commentary booth giving her thoughts on games. <laughs> How did that go down? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they'd rather, the rather I played, but I'll be honest, I'd rather help organise it and you know create the opportunity for others. So um, I don't know. I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see. Here we go. We've got a lot of... There's a, there's a lot of golf left in this before we get there. So uh, we'll... <laughs> Oh, we'll, we're, we'll we're waiting how... for the invite for the golf. I'll tell you that much. Oh, we're not going to be far from you. No. So, um, yeah, so Tom, any anything to, to end on? Um, I'm, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say thank you for coming on um, and just leave my few abuse where, where, where it finished. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a changed man. <laughs> He's seen the light. Um, oh, well, go on then. What's, your, what's, your, what's the worst defeat you've ever had as a playing flag football? My first ever game, and it was against the Hornets. Then we remember the score. No, was it sixty something? No, nah, keep going. It was ninety-seven nil. Was it ninety-seven? Was it? That oh. was in Aberdeen, two thousand sixteen. My first ever game, and we got absolutely walloped. Hence, why beating the Hornets is high up on my agenda of <laughs> things to do before I retire. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Get absolutely. one back on them. Um, but yeah, that was my first ever game and my biggest ever defeat. So, well, I, I mean, I think like Greg, Greg and I until what flagging New Year this year when we beat them, yeah, because they actually beat us in the 
like the bracket, like the second, like the Sunday bracket before the finals. Um, and I think that was in all competitions, that was 10 games in a row. Or something like Greg and I, since we started playing, had never beaten them until that final. It was some. It was it was eight, nine, or ten. It was, it was getting up there. It was yeah. So um, uh, yeah, we we were we were with you right there, tree. Like they were the pedestal team yeah. for us. And I think we this will be the fifth time we've played them this season already. So over the past how many years? I have no idea how many times I've played them. It's yeah, a bit ridiculous. I don't want to see the points for and points against. Please don't show me that. So oh, I've got no, I've got no idea. But it was only you know you only it only has to be by one point next time out. That's all that matters. So that's all that matters. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I asked you a lot of questions already today and said a lot of things. So I will probably just leave it there, other than to echo um, the thanks of Greg and. Tom, um, we'd like to throw out some thank yous to Marcus at First and Fifteen Podcast for um, giving us a platform to stand on and shout at people from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we would like to thank uh, Noola for um, looking after us, and we would like to uh, let everyone who has picked up an injury as we head towards finals the best of luck in healing up for the business end of the season because we want all the teams to be at their best and ready to rock and roll when the time comes um so for the last time thank you very much mr anderson goodbye to you you're very welcome just a big thank you to you guys because your content's great we love it and everyone at least carnegie think it's really good and engaging so thank you guys for doing it on for us all we appreciate it well that's probably the politest thing anyone said to us in a while (laughs) <laughs> especially especially to Tom and on that note uh, goodbye to you Tom thank you very much thank you and finally Greg goodbye to you thank you very much cool um, that, and that everyone I've been Bez thank you very much for listening and that has been the way we HNC that wraps up this episode find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast give us a like to keep up with all our shows Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.